Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On this week's Practical Pro Musician, let's talk all about gear, getting new gear. It's the holidays. Maybe we'll get some new gear for the holiday time, or maybe we will buy some new gear for ourselves, maybe. But let's make sure that you don't make a mistake and get the wrong gear. I'm doing the same thing right now, and we're going to talk all about that today on the podcast. Stay tuned. We love playing music. But it seems like the odds of making a living as a professional musician are about as high as winning the lottery. So the big question is this, how do musicians like us with jobs, families, and responsibilities get from where we are today to making a practical living playing music we love? Well, my name is Daniel Hathaway, and this show will give you the answers. This is The Practical Pro Musician. Well, hello there, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of The Practical Pro Musician. It's my favorite time of the week, the time where you and I get to spend a little time together. I hope it is. If it's not your favorite time of the week, I hope it's one of your favorite times of the week. Um, Hey, this week, I thought I'm about to, uh, I'm going to take a couple of week break from the podcast after this episode. Um, And that is because uh, as I'm recording this, it's uh, a couple weeks before Christmas. And so I'm going to take a break um, for a couple of weeks uh, in order to hang out with my my family a little bit more, especially my son who um, will be out of school uh, next week on the day that I normally record the podcast. And so I'm going to spend a little extra time hanging out with my family um, instead of recording podcast episodes. Uh, So with that in mind, I... I'm in the mode of like, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing some Christmas shopping for, for people. And, uh, the toughest thing for me, this is going to sound, uh, fault, like falsely humble, false humility. But, uh, the toughest thing for me is always trying to figure out what pe- people are, you know, what I want for Christmas because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't expect anything from anybody, but you know, my family are there saying, Hey, you got to tell me something you want. And, you know, I'm in a place, uh, you know, we're in a place financially where I I don't go buying. I'm not like, you know, super rich or anything, but if there's a little something that I really want, I I think that, you know, I'd like to have it. I don't always buy it right away, but I'll, I'll save up or whatever and I'll, I'll get it. So all throughout the year, as, as you know, I think a lot of times as we become adults, this happens, but, um, we, we get to a place where we kind of get things along the way that we want. We don't not get everything we want all the time. And, 
Um, or we just kind of decided after a while that we didn't really want it in the first place and don't get it. That actually happens with me more than anything else. But anyway, I, it always is a struggle. I always forget to think about what I want for Christmas. Um, and then, uh, and then when it comes around to like the week before Christmas, I have to panic and figure out, you know, some things that I could ask for from other people that don't cost like, you know, $2,000 each because like the things that I don't have that I really want, most of them are really expensive. Um, you know, they're like cool pieces of studio gear and stuff like that. So, uh, with that in mind though, I, I thought I'd talk a little bit about kind of figuring out what you want. Cause along the lines, another reason why it's really hard for me to decide what I want for Christmas is, you know, my wife and I, when, uh, we're deciding what we want to get each other for Christmas, uh, it's all coming out of the same bank account. So we're all paying, you know, for our own stuff. Um, we're paying, I'm paying for my own presents. She's paying for her own presents cause we put all our money in the same bank account and then we all pay for it. Uh, so, um, so we both kind of talked about it. Like, I think we're going to try to take it a little easy on the Christmas presents this year for each other, uh, just because we're about to move into a new house and, uh, we'd rather spend some money on some nice things for the house instead. But another piece of that, the reason why I don't want to spend too much money on Christmas is, um, I am, I do have a new dedicated studio space, which I'm really excited about in this new house. And, there's not going to be a ton of things that I, there's nothing really that I need to acquire for this space, but there's going to be a few things that, that it would be very nice to have in this space. For example, um, a desk, uh, a place to, to mix and, and, uh, listen to and, and track things at, uh, with a computer. Um, and so, because it used to be in my old, my old studio, I'm a drummer in case you didn't know this already in my old studio space, uh, the studio was the drums, uh, I had, had the drums and the mics and, um, and, a, and a old iMac up in one spot in the house on the th- a third floor that had been finished out. And so I would record basically everything to that computer onto an external hard drive. But then when I was actually going to mix the song or, or work on the song for any other piece of it, other instrumentation and such, I would bring it down to the first floor in my office space in the house and actually work on it there. My plan is in this new house to, to make it a real studio space where everything gets done in that room. Um, and so I feel that feel like that might be a little more inspiring, a little bit more better for, for me mentally to have a place I go to to make music instead of it all kind of bleeding together with work and other things. So I, I do need a desk and I need a few other things or I'd like to have a few other things. And all of those things are probably going to be expensive. So I keep getting tempted by something and I, I wanted to kind of bring this up for you because I, I know that you might be in the same place as me, even if it's not Christmas time when you're listening to this, um, thinking about things you'd like to have from a gear perspective um, for your music. And that is this. I have um, over the years acquired a lot of gear, a lot of great mics, a lot of great recording equipment, some great plugins for my recording equipment, things like that. Um, a really nice drum set, for example. Um, and my goal personally, uh, with, with what I want to do in my studio is I want to do two things. One is I want to just make more music for myself, like music that I create for fun, um, with no professional aspiration for it. Um, and some of that does include me doing the drum videos that I used to post all the time. I'm still going to post those things to my Instagram once I move back into this new space. Um, but I just want to just do some more recording for fun. And that includes, I, I play guitar and other instruments and, and piano a little bit. And so I want to be able to just make 
full songs all by myself, uh, all the instruments, play all the instruments, everything. Uh, I want to do more of that. Um, and so that's one thing I want to do. And then the other thing that I'd like to do is I'd love to have a place for just my friends and my friends around here, around town who there's a few musicians and stuff that I know here in my small little town that I live in, uh, outside of Nashville. I'd love to have a place for them to come and make music too, just for fun. Uh, we all could sit together and they probably, they probably play music. That's not my style and I wouldn't necessarily pick it. Um, but I just really enjoy making music with other people. And so I thought, Hey, it'd be fun for them to give them a place if they didn't have access to a studio or never really thought about it just to have a place that I can, I can find people around town who might want that opportunity and then provide a place for them. So, with those two thoughts in mind, that's what I really want to do in that space. Um, I, I keep finding myself uh, getting tempted by certain pieces of gear, um, and then and then keep reminding myself of why I probably don't need that piece of gear. So, like one thing that I keep getting tempted by that I really really want, and it's completely irrational, there are these like touchscreen, uh, you know, interfaces for controlling. Um, my, my recording program, like to mix quicker. And, um, they look really cool. They're really impressive and they're really fun to use. And I, and I do spend a lot of time mixing, uh, the stuff that I do. Um, so that's why it's tempting to me. It looks really nice. It's very clean. I'm a minimalist. So I like that. It's very, you know, it's very clean lines. There's not a bunch of knobs and stuff. It's all touch screens. Um, that looks, that's very attractive to me. Um, but it's pretty expensive. Um, and then the other things that I've been looking at, um, are other items I'm going to get to in a minute, but let me tell you a little bit about this touchscreen thing. The reason why I decided, the reason why I, I think I just described to you why it's so attractive and so cool to me, but the, what I keep coming back to with that and the reason why I haven't decided to actually go that route and get that yet is, um, I'm realizing that there are other pieces of my sound in the scenarios I just described where I want to play my own music and I want to help others. Um, there are other pieces of gear that I don't have that um, are lack or, or pieces that I do have that are not up to par with the rest of my gear. So for example, the plugins that I have for my recording program are world-class and great. The drums that I have are world-class and great. But the um, guitar, electric guitar that I have currently is not world-class and great or even close to it. It's a, it's a Squire Telecaster. It's the cheapest of the cheap you can get. And I love that guitar and it sounds great for what it is, um, but it is definitely lacking. I don't have a really great guitar amp um, that is versatile enough to do everything that I might want to do in the future. And it's not very inspiring in general because it can kind of do one thing and only one thing only. I don't have any guitar pedal, uh, guitar effect pedals, so I can't really like change my sound much, uh, very much. And I do, when I'm creating music, I get very inspired by the sound that I come across, uh, by messing around a lot. So, um, that's a big piece. That's, that's important for me. Um, I don't have a great bass guitar either. Um, and so those are all pieces that are missing. Um, I definitely know that I'm going to need sound treatment for my studio space, um, beyond what I have. And so those are all things that are lacking in my current sound that, I probably should work on first. Uh, there are other pieces of gear that I could work on getting like a, like a, um, a, a mixing board. Like, you know, there's some really expensive ones that I've looked at that I'd really love to have someday um, that would really affect the sound of everything that I do. Um, but again, 
The focus that I have to keep reminding myself of is, look, one thing, these touchscreen things look really cool and they're really fun to play with and really exciting, but they only are geared towards mixing songs at the end of the process, which is not really where I want to spend my time. I want to spend my time making really cool things. And there's so much lacking from a gear perspective in the, in the part of making music right now that I'd really be doing myself a disservice if I spent all of my money up front on the piece that helps me mix, but at the same time, I have a guitar that doesn't sound as good as I'd like for it to sound. So how does this apply to you? Well, I just want to encourage you in the same way as you come through uh, maybe a holiday season where you might be thinking about things you'd like to have, um, or even, you know, some, some of us get money from relatives and stuff for Christmas. And I know a lot of us, um, we can't, it's hard for us to justify spending our hard-earned money uh, on a bunch of music gear. But a lot of times the holidays are a good time to, uh, you know, get some gift money that you might be feel okay about spending on something fun like music. Um, But as you're looking through all of that, look at your own uh, gear situation. And I would encourage you to... look at your gear situation through the lens of uh, what are my goals? What would I like to be doing with music? And if your answer is, I just want to be having fun, um, then think about the piece of gear that would help you have the most fun playing music. Um, If you want to be a professional and your goal, your next goal is getting paid, um, think about what might be the piece of gear that that maybe makes you not come across as professional as you you know you are. Um, For example, there are a lot of great... uh, a lot of guitar amps that are not very expensive that are made by companies that some people think are not that professional. Um, and if you're playing uh, remote sessions, it doesn't matter what kind of guitar amp you have because you can get a great sound from it. But there is some kind of visual aspect to showing up and playing shows. And if you have a guitar amp that's made by some company that a lot of people think is not cool, it doesn't matter how good that guitar sounds. Unfortunately, um, I don't wish I wish it wasn't this way, but it's the truth. Um, it doesn't matter how good that guitar sounds. Uh, people are going to think it doesn't sound good because it's not. It looks like a, something that doesn't sound good. Um, as weird as that is, um, or you might be the the person who says. I want to hang my hat on the quirkiness of the fact that I do have a piece of gear that doesn't look like it's going to sound that great. And it does sound great, but you got to have that goal in mind um, before you start looking through that lens and figuring out what kind of gear you would or would not like to have. Um, So just keep that in mind. That's my, that's my big tip. I I took me a long time to get there, but I just wanted to tell you, um, you might, you might find something really cool that you hadn't thought of once you start looking at, okay, what's my gear situation through the lens of what what your next goal in your music career is, or just having fun with music. All right. Well, like I said, I am going to take a break for a few weeks um, starting after this episode airs um, just to spend more time with my family. I hope that you get a chance to spend time with your friends and family and that you get some rest around the holidays. I know that for many of us, the holidays, at least leading up to this time, uh, you know, Christmas, even even Thanksgiving before this, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, New Year's, even all that. There's a lot of things that can go on that can make it seem really stressful and hectic. Um, I know that's happening with me a little bit, especially with this new house, but I hope you get a chance to get some rest um, and relaxation mixed in with all that stress and, and uh, hecticness, if that's even a word. All right. Well, thanks for joining me this week and we will be back. Um, don't worry if you don't see me for a few weeks, I will be back and we'll hang out again very soon here on the Practical Pro Musician. But thanks for joining me this time. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 